My name is Nick. I'm one of your many hosts for the Pub Trotters Pubcast, a hopefully monthly pubcast where we explore the bizarre and brilliant world of beer and the excellent pubs that serve it. We are not beer writers or experts, we're just a bunch of friends who meet up every month or so to explore the wonderful and weird world of pubs and beer, both in the UK and abroad, and we call ourselves Pub Trotters. We thought it might be a laugh sharing our stories and experiences with you. From one group of non-beer experts to another, let's go pub driving. Just a quick note to mention that this podcast is in two parts. There was so much good stuff, we couldn't cut much of it out. So when we say there's a special guest, you'll have to check out part two to hear the rest of that. Enjoy! Welcome to Pub Trotters Pubcast on July 2020. I'm Nick, one of your co-hosts today, and with me today I also have... Niall, coming uh, live from cyberspace. This is a really bizarre Pub Trotters, Nick, i got to say. <laughs> it's not It's not the usual, there's lack of a pub atmosphere, isn't there? I feel um, like the, everybody has that, you know, like you've been watching the BBC News and everyone about four months ago was like, this is so weird, we're doing this virtually, and this is the first time we've done it virtually. So it's kind of old hat. Is it the first time we've seen each other since lockdown? Uh, no, we did a couple of um, virtual pub quiz with the pub trotter guys. Ah, right, um, yeah, they yeah. went by the wayside really quickly because that novelty wore off super fast. Yeah, I mean, no one wants to do too many video calls today. And I understand that, absolutely. Uh, is, that I mean, why I you is that why you invited me to do one all this evening right after I get off work? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That's literally it. Just want to see your pretty face, Niall. Um, so, yeah, how are you doing, Niall? Are you well? How is how is lockdown, lack of pubs, or not lack of pubs, being treating you? I think that's a, that is like the rudest question. Somebody else, somebody else during lockdown is kind of like, hello, what have you been up to? Do, do you know what I mean? It's just like, obviously I've been up to nothing. I've been at my flat <laughs> for the past, like, three um what, three, four weeks when they when did they start easing lockdown? Start of start of July? Easy. Um, yeah. yeah. So they started letting people get back into the fourth of July. That was it was Independence Day. I know because I freaking love that movie. Um they uh, they started letting people back in the pubs. I wasn't among the first like massive contingent of people to rush in. Um, mainly because I thought, hey guys, weren't we all supposed to be like protecting the NHS? And then everyone sees, oh the pubs are open, it just runs in. Um, but it was it was good to get people back, I guess. And and so I've been a bit more cautious. I've been to a couple of pubs, um, seen a few more friends, um, but honestly, it's it's like um, it's it's like a, like being let out of a cage, or like kidnapping or something. It's nuts. Yeah, I can absolutely. I think. Um, did you see that picture of though of um, Soho? I think it was on the fourth of July. Shit, yeah, yeah. And it's just it's just bonkers though, like just to get like say let out of the cage, run wild. Oh my god, the pubs are open! <laughs> Seriously, um, take the NHS. Yeah, it's okay. Right. Um, what have you been up to? Also, but also, uh, what have I been up to? Um, uh, yeah, similarly, just okay, yeah. I, I think it's I a horrible thought, question, uh, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is a horrible question. What have I been up to? I, I've taken up tennis. Um, oh. Yeah, uh, I can see you tennis. No, I know. I, I, me and my better half have wanted to do a hobby together. We, we do very. We have done various things together, but tennis feels like it's quite. But you, you, own, you own way too many band t-shirts to play tennis. 
well, I did say, can we can we t- can we make it like punk tennis somehow? So like oh. just blasting, like so blasting bouncing souls whilst drinking beer. You can win um, a piss off something. the club. Yeah, and just you know rebel. Um, I mean, it's been it's to be honest, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, these sorts of things happens when you go to the burbs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have, have you have you have you revealed yet on this podcast that you've actually moved out of London and into? Oh, hang on, Hitchin. Yes, well yes, done. Yes, I remember it. Was, You've not been certain... here, have you? Because you weren't able to make the... Um... No, I was actually just flying back from somewhere. And as I was That's landing, right. I was like, oh, I cannot be a school <laughs> yeah. so I, I love that you did. I love that you did think, oh, yeah, yeah. When I was getting on the plane, when I was getting on the plane, I was like, Stansted is like right close to Hitchin. I realized I'd have to come back into London and I go out again. And that yeah, shit was... I mean, too. I like you, Nick. I don't like you that much. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, yes. In the last podcast, I think I alluded to this and the... the, the I mean, there's a distinctive uh, flurry of hitching pubs on the pub charter's Instagram, which probably gives it away. Because <laughs> that's, that's where I live now. I wonder where I am. Yeah. <laughs> Guess where this person's moved to. Um, but no, generally be all right. I like it like you. I think I wasn't the fir- first one at the first trope to dive out to a pub. I've only been to one pub since. Oh, two. That's a lie. Because I think I don't know if you knew that they they released a law or released released a law like it was a new yeah, album. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a new Spider-Man or something. <laughs> <laughs> Next on top of the pubs. Is Next the on new law. law. <laughs> um, no, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I was just I was just watching it to be honest. Um, should we that, should we run through? what we're going to be talking about on this podcast. That could be a good idea. Do you want to do that now? I think it's a good idea because if we don't, we can let people know now what's coming up so they don't have to wait with bated breath and like, you know, listen to all the filler for the gold at the end. It's coming at the end. Because what we've got is, so we're going to go through um, what we've been drinking, what we are drinking and what we have been drinking yeah. and highlights yeah. from, because let's be honest, I've had beers delivered to my house and they've all been really fancy because I have money to spend because I haven't been in the pub. It's been great. So we're going to be talking about what we've been drinking. We're going to be talking about um, beer news, a staple of the Pub Chillers podcast. Yeah, best beer, um, in my opinion. I'll talk about it as well. Um, uh, we haven't been in many pubs, but maybe pubs that we're hoping to go back to? Pubs that we're hoping to go back to. Oh, so okay, based cool. on previous experience. You know, <laughs> I'm breathing against the window. <laughs> The one I've written down now, I'm looking forward to go back to. I have literally been breathing oh, in at the window. Mate, the, the, one, the, one, the one I've got, the one I've got is that the one that, because I had to walk to my girlfriend's house in Tooting like um, a few times a week and it's, it's halfway there uh, over like a five kilometer walk. And I'm just like, oh, I'll have to stop there for a pint. So just <laughs> straight in there. So even you know, as, yeah, even at Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the last, uh, the last, the goals that I was referring to earlier. Is do you want to take us one away, Nick? Do you want to drop off? Yes, very special we've guest. Got, um, we've got a special guest that's uh, coming in in the second part of this um, podcast. Um, so we've got Johnny from the Craft Beer Channel joining us today uh, later on uh, to talk to us about the Craft Beer Channel. So they do a lot of fantastic YouTube videos uh, talking about different beers, how to make beers. Um, and they're going to be talking to us about their favourite pubs and things that they've been drinking over lockdown as well. Oh, you might have so heard this. This is going to this is going to be awkward, Nick, because I think in the jingle to this podcast, the bit at the start where you and Roxy are doing like the banter thing, yeah. um, you say that we're not like beer aficionados. So I'm really freaking nervous for him coming in and being like, <laughs> <laughs> 
I have this, you know, because I like, watched a couple of his videos just before, like just prepare yeah. myself and just be like, oh, you know, I haven't watched this guy, but that's good. I realize now he's actually quite a big deal and they know a shitload. Yeah, they've got a lot of subscribers. <laughs> yeah, probably more than us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By a factor of like 80,000. <laughs> yeah, 80,000 more subscribers than us. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's coming up later on. Thank you, Niall, for mentioning that. So with that, you know, fantastic itinerary in mind, um, what, what are you drinking at the moment, Niall? And what uh, have so you been drinking I'm, that you want to mention? So um, like I alluded to in the intro, um, lockdown left me a wee bit flush. I know I'm lucky because a lot of people got furloughed, but lockdown left me with my normal salary, but I'm not spending it in the pub. So I was just like, you know what, treat yourself. Get yourself delivered some beers. Um, I'm not going to mention the company because I'm, I'm I don't have great things to say about them, or at least my friends don't, because they had a hard time cancelling. So I'm not going to mention the company who delivered my beers. Uh, needless to say, they were offering great rates at the beginning. a hard time cancelling from. Exactly. But the last crate that they sent around to me was like um, a Dutch special one. So all the beers from Holland. I wanted to have this, they had this really great looking um, coffee porter in there that I wanted to be drinking when we started our discussion, but I don't have that kind of foresight. So I started drinking instead. This is a um, Royal Cass Hazy Sunrise, and it's a New England style IPA, and it is drinking very nicely. I love a New England, like, New England beers are superb. What um, do you know? I mean, maybe it's a question for our guests later, but I cannot tell the difference between an IPA and New England IPA. Do you know what the distinguishing features are? An IPA and an... A generic IPA and a New England yeah. IPA. Yeah. Um, well, I tell you what, we can try. I can try and pretend I know what I'm talking about, and then we can. Or should we just ask? Later. Should we ask Johnny later? I, have, I feel like New England's have more grapefruity style hops. Oh, yeah. you know what that, like that, that holds up. That holds up. Let me have a taste. Um, that, but I, I, I guess I have to say with a caveat that I, I think I'm pretty sure I learned that from watching his videos. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 So yeah, uh, um, this nice. is. Uh, I would definitely recommend the Dutch because whenever I heard. Um, uh, Dutch beers in the next crate. I was kind of like, oh man, it's going to be like, it was like, Joe, you know I was, I was really ignorant. I was just like, oh, so it's like German. It must be like really kind of like, um, you know, lots of like lagers. Like and, yeah, I kind of like, yeah, like yeah. wheat beers and all that okay. kind of crap. And I was kind of like, well, but seriously, this is some of the best craft beer that I've had in those crates. Um, and I loved all the different like flavors and stuff. So it's really good. Would recommend. Uh, what are you drinking, Nick? Um, so what I'm drinking right now, um, what am I drinking? So I'm drinking something from Dea Brewing Company, which, um, I always makes me think of the song, Adea, Adea, um, it's called Steady Rolling Man, uh, it's a pale ale, five Let me see that label, let me see that sweet, sweet label. Oh, it appears to have, a cat? No, it's just a green man playing in front of hops and he appears to be smoking some kind of marijuana. <laughs> Mary Jane. Well, there's a picture. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, and it's actually ridiculously refreshing. And I'm drinking it in this very fancy glass that I've got. Oh, God. Uh, you made me sick. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've turned into a right glass twat as well. I That's what I was saying. Like, but just, before, just before we started, you like started pouring it. And it's like one of those like sniff for those of you who aren't watching the video, because the video better be deleted. It's in like a kind of a snifter kind of glass. Um yeah. I'm not sure I can donate. I, 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 I smashed, I smashed one of my beer glasses last night, and I nearly cried. You can uh, ask Alan. 
It's furious. Any particular and, reason? Was it like special? Uh, there, were, there, there was there was memories to it. Uh, a friend of mine, Femke, gave it to me in a bar she works at in Belgium as a gift. Um, and all right, well, not if you're bad for making fun of you. Yeah, yeah, you prick. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 ridiculously refreshing. It's really good. Um, but I also want to mention um, one of the beers I've had in my uh, hitching bottle share that we do, mm. uh, which obviously we've been doing in virtually for a while. We met for the first time in you know what four months, um, and we had something called a tropical rumble uh, by Tool or Tool. I think they're like the Swedish brewery. Um, which is a session uh, in oh, an Indian session ale um, from Copenhagen, Denmark, and it was amazing and um, absolutely amazing. Yeah, stunning. I just want to be a special mention to that. I want to do a special mention too then. If you got to name two beers, I want to name two beers. Um, something else that I had, another one of the Dutch, uh, it was in the Dutch crate, and it was uh, Resonance by, I'm not going to try to pronounce this brewery name, but I'm actually going to try. Demor Schlitto. Try and say that word there. Hang on. And back a tad. Um, Demo Schlutel? Demo Schlutel? Demo Schlutel. In a Dutch accent, it sounds right. <laughs> it is a coconut and chocolate stout, right? Oof. I know a lot of people don't really like stouts and a lot of people don't like porters. I friggin' love them. And whenever they have those kind of like coffee flavors, vanilla flavors, coconut I've never had, and chocolate I have had, but this tasted like, you know, like dark lint. It was really good. Okay, I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. And you know, rather than having like notes, this actually properly gave you the flavor. So I uh, would recommend that is Resonance by Dimmerstruppel. Um, I really hope we're not offending any Dutch people there with my horrendous accent. Apologies. It's all right. I lived in the Netherlands for six months, so I offended quite a lot of them then. I'm sure they're offended. <laughs> yeah, for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because I just used to speak broken English, it yeah. just because it just became a, they call they call it a Welsh accent. Nick, <laughs> <laughs> hello, um, are you there? You're on mute. Uh, um, so, don't know what I'm talking about now. I'm rambling. Yeah, um, I guess. Ah, so we're are now starting our next segment, which is pub of the month. I don't know if this has been done before, but I don't know what the jingle was. It just played, but I think it should be more like the Adams Family, like pub of the month. Pub of the month, pub of the month, pub of the month, pub of the month. Yes? No? Yeah, I like that idea. You like? I mean, yeah. You, that's good. Please delete that. Okay, cool. Anyway, so pub of the month. Um, granted, we haven't been to many pubs. Nick, what pub are you? So we're changing it a bit now. What yeah. pub are you most looking forward to going back to? Has been piquing your interest, staring out longingly from across the park. You know you want her, but you can't. Uh, and <laughs> so you know what? Her. I was thinking about it. So I this one I completely forgot about this segment. I won't lie. So I didn't have any. I didn't prep for this. Which so is probably... glad that you took this so seriously as I did. <laughs> <laughs> I had texts of Niall earlier asking me about it. Like, oh, I don't know. I'll figure it out half hour before. But, um, <laughs> this is a good. This is a good thing because it, it, it's. It, I'm going on my gut. I'm thinking like ah. I could go to any pub right now where yeah. I like to be whisked away to. Um, and you, you, you're a, you're a frequenter of this pub, as am I, for various reasons. Um, the faltering fallback in Finsbury Park. Be oh, still my beating heart. Yeah, I miss that pub, and I mean, it may be I've, I've been there when there's not sport on, 
um, and it is a good, it's a really, really good pub, especially the beer garden. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, but also for sport, watching the rugby and things. As well. Oh, the rugby in that big room, there's nothing like it. Like people throwing pints and like, you know, <laughs> having to squeeze in to get to the bar. Yeah. I mean, it's horrendously spaced, but the atmosphere is just incredible. And you know, I've never run into a wanker there. Everyone's always in great spirits. Yeah, exactly. I think it's one of the few pubs in my life where I've not, like everyone just seems so up for a chat and a laugh. So happy, so happy. Um, yeah, so I think I, I absolutely, when you said doing this segment, I was like, oh, because um, we can get to we can get off at Finsbury Park on the train from Hitchin. We don't have to go into central London and come back out. So that's doable. Well, I'll tell you what, Nick. The Six Nations have kind of started hinting at when they're going to be coming back to finish the, the 2020 you tournament. About, you want about this new Eight Nations or whatever it is? Or? Well, no, I, I don't know if that's like confirmed yet. But they've said that they're going to do this last Super Saturday on um, Halloween. Um, and so I'm going to do, I might do my... Replacement St. Patrick's Day party on Halloween. Um, and Replacement St. Patrick's Day. I didn't get to do it. I had to cancel it this year. It's highlight of the calendar. Come on. But anyway, the weekend before that is also, there's a couple of matches to mop up. I'm not sure Wales has one, but if you're up for an Ireland game, faltering fullback, buddy. I mean, as long as, I mean, that is the least social distancing pub in the world, oh, potentially. Yeah. But um, if, well, but hopefully by that time, you know, things have got better. Vaccine. Um yeah, hopefully they've got a vaccine. We can all start rub- well. we can all start rubbing ourselves up against each other again, and it'll be Licking fine. Doorposts. <laughs> yeah, brilliant! I can go back to rubbing my face on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, don't know if that's why we are encouraging people to do, but no, um, please refrain from rubbing your face on people. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my pub. Um, I think I, I really can't wait to get back to that place um, again, as and even for lion, you know. Lions matches 9am in the morning uh, but we'll, we'll see when that happens Niall what about you what have you well, this, this has left me in an awkward position because you picked an institution and I've kind of <laughs> gone for a bit of a, a new boy on the scene um, so like I was saying I walked to uh, my girlfriend's uh, place lives in Tooting I live in Streatham uh, so it's about 5, 5k walk to hers um, and on the way there I walk across Tooting by Common and on the left it opened maybe I'm not sure if it opened just before then but they certainly did it up just okay. before lockdown yeah. and it was like uh three three months or something before lockdown i only went in for one pint and i was just like this, this is great um it's a uh, big it's called the uh rosencron there's not a lot of really classy establishments around um around tuning back calvin but this is great beautiful lemon door and benches on the outside they do like a fantastic pizza menu which is really great because um katrina's vegan and so uh, it's got great vegan options um, so I can't wait to try the pizza. Um, games and holy hell, there's so much space, so I'm going to feel super safe in there. It looks like their social distancing really good. And while we were there um, throughout the throughout the lockdown and everything, we had like they were doing like uh, milk bottles full of cider, like two liters of milk full of like tap cider. And so um, took that out to the park. The staff all there seemed to really like love working there, and they seemed so happy to be back. And um, so I'd really hopefully get in there and support a local business because. Um, it would be such a shame to see them have to shut up shop again uh, after doing such a good job revamping that place. Nice. As I'm looking at an image of before and after of that place, and it's quite a drastic change. It's quite stark, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. But I guess so. That's some. That's almost something that. And I guess that's it, right? Because you, like me, the whole and with pub charters, we like to find new pubs and new places to go. So it's almost like you found somewhere, and then boom, 
I never really would because I always it. I always used to get the bus down to Katrina's, so it always just yeah. passed me by. But walking past it, I've just been like, that place looks great. Gone in. Can't wait to go. Well, back. fingers crossed, as you say, hopefully people will start and I can imagine it's probably back open now. It's got a bit of an outdoor space doing takeaways and things like that. Um, it'll stay open and uh, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get we'll have to go down for a jaunt one day. You're not making it this far south. You're going central. <laughs> It. I can do south. I'll cycle down. I, I did half. I what did I, I run almost half a marathon to yours last time. Yeah, that That's was fine. really impressive. And you were <laughs> just in just pop that in the. There was uh, some podcast. shape when you got in though. It's like yeah, sitting in my living room, just sweating your guts out. <laughs> oh, can I have a shower? <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> um, I'll make it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay, yeah. moving on. Two. Um, to uh oh it's my favorite part it's my favorite part uh coming up next we have the my favorite part of the podcast is the beer and pub news I, i've got what two stories if that's allowed now i, won't I think i think so so why don't you create this you be the bread in this sandwich you hit me with a story i'll come in with the filling and then you tell us the, all filling, the filling is the most important part often so um, it's just so, a mess without the bread. Exactly. It's just a salad. And no, you don't make friends with salad. You do not make friends uh, with salad. So uh, please don't sue us. Uh, thanks. Um, so my story is uh, from Australia, um, where rowdy emus have been banned from Australian pub for bad behaviour. 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 I'll go this. This story sounds pretty thin, but... <laughs> I told I, so we did discuss this. I, I said it was thin. Um, <laughs> I, I tell you what. I want to just call your emus like an idiot. <laughs> is emus is emus the plural of emu, or do you just say emu? Um, I think it's emai. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a congress. Emu. It's a congress of emu. So I can't. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a quote. Um, Two emus, flightless birds that roam the Australian outback, apparently, understand the feeling, having been blacklisted for rowdy behaviour at the only pub in a town of Iaraka, population of 15. Mm. The establishment was forced to erect barricades to stop the birds from entering after they became a little bit too comfortable. Um, I, I, feel, I, kind of feel, I kind of feel for the Australians here because they lost a war to the emus. They did actually, <laughs> like, back, no, back in, like, like the, or like the early, like, colonial days or some shit or like you know the early 1900s they had like it's actually google it it's on wikipedia it's like the great emu war and they it was like you know a hundred australian army against like a million emus and and they lost the emus won now the emus sustained heavy casualties i'm not gonna you know kind of sit here and piss on the memory of those emus but they're still there right so he's a real idiot (laughs) So it's, it's funny. It's funny you say that, uh, Mr. Gimblet, who's the, a patron from the pub, said the he the emus had been waiting near the barrier for a forgetful patron to slip in. But so far, but so far, we are winning the war. Is a is a patron's uh, a patron's yeah. quote? I think is it, it might is it going to kick off again? Emu 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 war two electric boogaloo. <laughs> Feels like uh, it does sound like a sequel. Yeah. Um, some kind. I'll just say, yeah. never forget how the first so, one was. So that's a, a thin slice on top. Uh, give me some filling, Niall. So the filling from me, and I don't try not to fall into any stereotypes because it's it's 
You know what? If you type beer into the news section or pub into the news section on Google, you know what you get? It's what. Good, because you run a pub shutters podcast. You literally just get wall to wall. This pub's going to close. All these pubs are going to the wall. It's friggin' tragic, right? So, um, so you really have to think through the crap. And when I found a story, I was like, I don't want to say this story because it's very, you know, I don't want to tell stories about Guinness. But here it is a story about Guinness. Um, apparently during the lockdown, and I don't know, I, I remember hearing this story whenever um, lockdown kicked in, they're like, so much beer is going to go to waste because it's just going to go off. It's all sitting in pubs, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and so they assume some like billions and billions of pounds worth of beer worldwide has just been flushed down the drain. But do you know what Guinness did with theirs? I shall tell you. Thank you, Mick. Um, yeah, you have to yeah. verbalize this. I know, I realize. I realize. You give me, you, me. You give me a look. You give me a look. You do like a raised eyebrow, kind of, tell me more. But nobody can see you, Mick. So you just give me a like a stop, dick. stop for a second. Stop for a second. Tell me more. Thank you, Mick. I shall. So basically, what Guinness have done is that they reduced, and this is the first time since the Irish War of Independence that they did this, they reduced production to like that level of early 19th or 20th century levels. Um, and uh, the, with the leftover beer that they pulled out of pubs, um, they're using it to fertilize Christmas trees because it's full of iron and whatever, right? So if this Christmas, your Christmas tree is leaning a bit and being a bit surly and saying mean things about you, maybe it was <laughs> reared on Guinness. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, if it's saying mean things about you. <laughs> or, start, or, start singing, or start singing Irish limericks. Yeah, the, the old triangle. <laughs> it's a dead giveaway. <laughs> Nick, what a beer news. I did have a bit of beer news. I mean, it's it's funny, like you say, I so me and I'll discuss this before we started recording. It's it's a very difficult time for pubs at the moment and the hospitality sector in general. Um, and it is so it, if you know if you can help them out, and that means you know try going to different pubs, getting their takeaways if you're not comfortable to sit in. Because uh, I I'm not at the moment. I, I'm very much not comfortable with that, but I do try to buy from different places and help them out. Um, but yeah, so this article and it's got scenes of Soho in it as well. Um, so apparently, nearly 500 people have applied for just two jobs at a London pub. Um, 500. Yeah. And that's due to, obviously due to um, lack of jobs, people losing yeah. their jobs because of the current situation. So, um, I mean, yeah, you know, so in, in the normal context, like you would respond to that by saying, oh shit, are they like, you know, paying them like, you know, in, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, well, I was going to say something really rude there that I wouldn't think features in the, in the podcast, but like, are they doing like, is it like a ridiculous job? Do they have like work one hour and taste all the beer and then go home and here's your check for a million yeah. quid? Like, Obviously, that'll be great, but in this context, that's kind of tragic. Yeah, it is, and I guess sorry, to, it's not the more chuckly story. I, I just think it's a very, it, it could be comical, but you know, you think because in my head, I had the idea of someone trying to go through five hundred CVs for a job that right. isn't doesn't pay loads, um, and it does kind of you know a state of affair in the economy at the moment. But I just think it's a, it's a very good insight into the difficulties that pubs are going, and I think it's. Hell, is it worth saying, you know, using that as a thing to say, like, try and help these places out. It's okay if you're not comfortable at the moment. Yeah. Um, go into them. Let's see, you know, I think take you. we've been doing takeaways and picking things up and coming home from lots of different pubs in our area to try and help them. Um, I boil it, boil it down to two messages. Stay safe, drink beer. <laughs> yeah. 
Not from the that. supermarket. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's very easy to buy lots from the supermarket. But if you enjoy the pub and you want them to still be there after all this, go and buy, start, start putting some money back into it and uh, get some takeaway fresh beer. I know, I'm coming over all, all Tory. It makes me feel really ugh, dirty, you know, just kind of like, <laughs> it's your patriotic duty to ensure these pubs stay open. No, if you were Tory, you'd be saying it's your patriotic duty to go to Weatherspoons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're not desperately no. against Weatherspoons or anything. I've drunk in many and still will, I imagine, at some point. Um, yeah, just to go off on a tangent from that as well. Niall, have you been buying any takeaway beer from pubs? Out of well, I, I, didn't, I, I did reference the um, yeah, you did, yeah. Uh, the, the big lead, two litre of cider. That's the first time I've drank two litre of cider in the park since I was 14 years old. So that was really like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> don't drink underage kids. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm a bit ashamed of myself because I've actually fallen out of the pub kind of. Um, vibes a bit i think um we had a really nice experience we walked down morden park and they were doing like pubs were serving out things sat in the canal with a couple of, um a uh, couple of beers as well and then uh, a couple of, yeah, it's generally just been while i'm walking out and about and i think it's only been in the last like month or so during the height of lockdown obviously they weren't even doing takeaway beers um but yeah uh, i think lots of pubs weren't do, able to do that at the start with it and I think it was the ironically the like craft beer shops and places like that that maybe had one or two taps that were shops as opposed you know usually as opposed to bars that were able to do it it's incredible guess, it's a testament to their like ingenuity where they can like just flip around the business model so quickly and just start like pumping out like yeah absolutely um and I guess the reason I, yeah I guess there's there's two places near me that are beer shops but also have like two or three taps and um we've been getting you can, we we've been able to get fresh beer delivered on like weekends and things if we want it um, but I guess, yeah which is amazing and that so crafties and beer shop hitching you trying to get me to move to hitching because it's working <laughs> uh well the funny thing so the reason I brought it up is the funny thing is is that my other half really loves the beer that comes so bear in mind that they're pouring the beer putting it in the thing so if you don't drink it you know you might stick get it and stick it in the fridge and drink it two hours later now it's not got that full whack uh fizzy freshness as you would get straight from the keg right mm. uh, because of that helen absolutely has now found out that she loves uh a semi-flat beer really yeah that's um, a weird one yeah well she's weird you've met her semi-flat beer <laughs> so I'll get hit for that later. Uh, but it's um, yeah, absolutely loves it. I know. The funny thing is, I've spoke to a few friends about it. It's like, well, I kind of get you know, beer can be bloating if you've just been having quite a few for a long day. It can be quite bloated. It's just, so having that some of that kind of um, sparkliness taken away from it. She's like, yeah, I can knock these back. They're great. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, there you go. Just Do a you help me. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So that's it for that segment. Uh, we'll be back in a minute with Johnny from Craft Beer Channel. So remember, tune in to part two of this podcast, uh, where we'll be 